U.S. wheat futures were lower last week as the lack of supportive news last week allowed the bearishness in the markets to dominate, especially as corn remains weak. Strong U.S. wheat sales on Friday were supportive. My name is Michael Wilton, and this is the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook for January 22nd. You can find the detailed written report online at the Sask Wheat website. And here's a look at how the wheat futures finished the week. March contract Chicago winter wheat closed at $5.93, up $0.07 cents on Friday, down $0.10 cents on the week. March contract Kansas hard red winter wheat closed at $6.08, up $0.03 cents on Friday, down $0.08 cents for the week, while March Minneapolis hard red spring wheat closed at $6.95, up $0.07 cents on Friday, down $0.04 cents for the week. U.S. wheat futures this Monday morning are currently trading two to six cents higher at the time of recording. As far as some of the most important news that happened in the wheat markets last week, we're going to start in Canada, where Canadian wheat exports in week 24 were almost 400,000 tons for a season total of 9.7 million tons. This is 8% ahead of last year's pace. Weekly exports were below the average pace of about 408,000 tons, but remain above the average pace that's needed to meet the AAFC's 20 million ton export number. For Durham, Durham exports in week 24 were 71,000 tons for a season total of 1.4 million tons, down 38% from last week. The average export pace of about 60,000 tons per week is slightly only behind the average pace needed to meet the AAFC's 3.2 million ton export number, and we think that this should be possible given a slight increase in the pace of exports. There was 60,000 tons of Durham shipped to Algeria from Vancouver on Thursday. The trip is supposed to take 45 days, but it's going to be interesting to see if it gets rerouted through the Strait of Magellan, like a previous Durham load we mentioned a couple weeks ago. There was another Durham trade last week with Tunisia buying another 50,000 tons of Feb-March shipment Durham. This comes one week after they bought 50,000 tons of Durham the week previous. Tunisia paid an average price of $446 per ton, which is just over $2 per ton less than the last week's purchase. The lower Canadian dollar means that this calculates back to about $12.70 per bushel at the elevator in Saskatchewan, which is very similar to what we said last week's tender was worth. The trading company Casulo won the two shipments, and so the Durham will not likely be sourced from Canada. EU countries are re-exporting some of the cheap Durham that they bought from Turkey. Spain, where production was severely reduced last year due to extreme drought, has shipped three, well two, possibly three vessels of Durham to Tunisia. There are also rumors that Italy will be doing the same. Durham prices in the EU were essentially flat over the week, except for a slight uptick in Spain, which could be because of the recent exports. Recent Durham trades continue to support strong values at the elevator in Saskatchewan, so our conclusion about Durham is that many, although many elevator bids are now below $12.50, we do hear of some limited-ton specials popping up 
if not already 80% sold, we would get up to that point, selling for about $12.50 a bushel. And we'll head on over to the U.S. U.S. wheat sales were above expectations at 707.4 thousand tons. Total commitments are now 16.1 million tons, which is 4% higher than last year compared to the USDA's estimate, which reflects a 4% decrease year over year. U.S. spring wheat sales are strong. Hard red spring wheat sales have reached just under 5 million tons last week, which is 18% ahead of last year compared to the USDA's estimate that reflects a 5% increase year over year. In Australia, with the harvest now finished, wheat futures in Australia are bouncing off the 370 Australian dollar contract low, and this is despite a rising Australian dollar. In Argentina, harvest is 98% complete. The average yield is 2.8 tons per hectare, and Badge left their estimated crop size at 15.1 million tons. Argentina's wheat has become competitive into West Africa, which is usually a French market. For China, China's December wheat imports were 610,000 tons for a season total of 4.9 million tons, which is behind the pace needed to meet the, a the USDA's 12.5 million ton import estimate. In the European Union, France has seen an uptick in demand, and there are reports that, for the first time this season, vessels are having to wait before getting loaded. France won part of the GASC tender that happened last week, selling 60,000 tons of the total 360,000 ton purchase. Despite the uptick in demand, EU wheat prices were slightly lower last week on a FOB basis, which could help attract some more buying. As far as the EU new crop goes, wet conditions hampered the seeding and seeding conditions of the EU winter wheat crop. In some areas, wet conditions even prevented farmers from sowing all the planned winter wheat area. It is much too early to draw any final conclusions about the impact that this will have, but the trade will gradually start turning its attention to the northern hemisphere crops. Current vegetation indices in France, Germany, and Italy show cropland vegetation is trending towards average, which reflects a decline in vegetative health from last year. A notable exception to this is the Spanish crop, where vegetative health is much improved from last year's drought. Vegetative health in Romania, Bulgaria, and Hungary are either average or slightly below average. Brings us to the Black Sea. Issues in the Red Sea continue to hit, hurt shipping traffic out of the Black Sea. Some have said that Ukraine's shipping may slow by 20% because of ongoing attacks. The Red Sea is a main corridor to move grain from Europe to the Asian market. Wheat shipments through the Suez Canal, which is attached to the Red Sea, in the first half of January fell by 40% to just half a million tons. The decrease comes as attacks in the Red Sea caused traders to divert cargoes around the Cape of Good Hope. Before the attacks, just 8% of wheat shipments from Europe were sent the longer route around South Africa. This is greatly affecting Black Sea shipping to Egypt. As far as the outlook goes, we expect wheat futures to continue to move in a sideways direction. We think the wheat market is supported, but will have difficulty moving higher while corn remains under pressure. 
Traders will watch the Southern Hemisphere weather and the corn production and focus on the Northern Hemisphere for winter crop development and spring crop planting. If attacks continue in the Red Sea, we may see cash CNF prices move higher. And before I let you go, the Sask Wheat Think Wheat Tour is happening this week. Senior analyst for Mercantile Consulting, Marlena Borsch, will be there giving the wheat market outlook. If you're in any of the areas that the Think Wheat Tour is coming to, we encourage you to come and say hi. Marlena would be delighted to meet you. Until next time, my name is Michael Wilton with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook. You can find the detailed written report online at the Sask Wheat website.